everyone, welcome back again to the Iconist Podcast. How you guys doing? Wish we can do this live so we can hear you guys coming back with the reactions. But if not, you know what to do. Leave the comments below <laughs> and we will get back to you. <laughs> I know I sing, but I can't sing. I'm one of your hosts. I am Barry 3D for Deep Dark Delicious. You know where to find me, Barry3D.com for anything that I'm attached to and doing. Check my blog, check my tour dates, check all that stuff. Cause you know, uh, I'm here online. I'm doing shows live. Uh, I'm all over the place. And this, this is a wonderful, wonderful day because any day you get to spend with family, mm. family who likes you. Cause sometimes you with family and some family don't like you. But so I'm working. I'm happy that I work with family that likes me. <laughs> family that i have fun with a family member that shares my passion mm. madness been there mm. with me from day one and i know because we family but you know sometimes right we day one he's been there with the madness and supporting everything i do in the craziness you know the man the myth the legend mm. the one that will blow out your backbone right and i don't mean nothing bad i'm just saying because the woofers the woofers will the, the, the music is gonna be pumping and in this is your hair is saturday the one and only who my cousin dj rod c let's do it dj rod c oh yes so i played around with my chair here so at one point i was a little bit too high now i'm a little too low it's like you know short people problems okay don't judge me don't judge me <laughs> beijing with a plan beijing with a plan, beijing with a plan. <laughs> right hey. so welcome you guys, I welcome said, you, everyone you know where to find us all you know the deal, and let's just do the real quick round table. One, mm. the man who makes us look so pretty on this one, the one and only, who are we talking about, Rod? J-Bird Digital. Digital art. art, art J-Bird Digital Arts. Hell yeah. Jay's always commented on the videos. He likes it. Mm. Um, we like Jay, so it's all good. Remember, like Jay. They, all the places to support. Uh, back to the balcony. Look for the microphone in the red background with Jimmy England. That's his podcast. He's on like probably season seven at this point. I'm coming up soon on one of his episodes. The other show I'm on, A Touch of Grey Matter, right, with the boys. Uh, Zolf Mm -hmm. Ali, Dave Sokolowski, Thomas Patrice, myself. We put out weekly shows and just social commentary and just having some fun, you know. uh, Support your local comic book stores, right? So that's Wow Comics out in Kitchener. Check Swings out in Montreal. Boom, boom, boom. We are good. And Rod, where can we find you? Ladies and gentlemen, you can find me on the World Wide Web. Listen, I'm on Instagram. You can find me at Mr. Rod C. As well, you can find me on twitch.tv forward slash DJ Rod C. I'm out there having fun. Listen, we're going to have some fun tonight. Find me. Shout out, you know, when you come through on the Twitch, you know, say, hey, I saw you at Iconist. That's right. Come on, true. Do a shout out. Shout you out. You know, we're going to have some fun. Man with the Saturday Night Love. Man with the Saturday Night Love. Let's go. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode. What? What are we going to be talking about today? Hmm. I don't know. Tell him. Tell him, man. What are we talking about today? A little hidden gem. An important character. Sometimes you have those characters that even though might not seem to have a big role as the the heroes are are, are going bang, smash, they are the eyes, the ears to the gateway of their world. So we are talking about the icon is an iconist. Rocket. Rocket? Not you mean Rocket like raccoon? Not not the raccoon. We're not talking about the raccoon. No, no, we are not talking about the raccoon. We oh. are talking about Rocket from the comic book Icon. Oh, ah. Ah. that's that. <laughs> awesome. awesome, right? This this is uh you know uh so Rocket she was a character in the Milestone comics, which was a division of DC. 
Mm-hmm. They were kind of independent. It was a black creative force behind these characters. So right. behind the scenes, they came up and working within DC. And then, you know, and they had their back and forth on creative differences. They did some great characters that we should not forget. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that just because they're black, they are great characters. And on top of it, then DC at one point, you know, did one of their crisis events and just kind of, hey, let's just put them all together under the DC banner. So why Rocket? Well, as I said before, Rocket is the gateway. And I think we should start with Rocket because she kind of is the eyes and the voice for herself and Icon. Right. Right. You know, like Icon, I mean, simple, let's sum up Icon and real simple. Icon is black Superman. Alien from a different planet, crash lands on Earth sees the first person you know uh coming because they see the, the crash land and he changes into a young black yep. baby, baby. Yep. gets picked up and rescued but oh he down south and he's rescued by a young female slave and she brings him so he he was went through slavery he experienced it firsthand but he's long lived Right. And as being long lived, he's still alive in present day as a grown man. And he's taken his knowledge, his powers, and he's done what he can behind the scenes. So that's the best way I can do it. Instead of Superman crashing and growing up normally, he crash landed and said, Hey, I'm going to start off as a baby back then and had to go through that. So his unique perspective is different. The fact that he went through those, you know, slavery and civil war. And World War One and two and the Vietnam War and, and putting a man on the moon and how technology is advanced and, and the divisions that we've had in mankind and, and the things that we've done as mankind as to, you know, as a unity to do good for what the world is. So how that is. And this is you think that would be the hero and he is the hero because it's his book. I mean, he's icon. Right. <laughs> no, no, I know. I love saying icon. Don't forget the icon is us. He's us. Right. Right. And we'll get to him. But what's interesting is the the, the story icon ran for 40 something issues. And Rocket was there from issue one in different capacities. But the world is always told through her eyes. Correct. You know, it's, it's like Superman, Jimmy Olsen. But Jimmy is telling everything about Superman and Jimmy's still going through his life without having superpowers, but hanging out with Superman and knows that Superman is Clark Kent and, and, and Clark is still there trying to help out Jimmy, but it's never told, you know, by, 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 by Clark Kent or Superman. It's like, like anytime you would think the hero would have a thought bubble. No, that thought bubble is not him having a thought bubble. You know, Rocket is Icon's thought bubble. So this this is the best thing about Rocket's character is basically embarrassing. She is the eyes. She is the viewpoint. It's her point of view, her POV of what a superhero is, what an icon is. And we're going to get into we're going to get into her. But basically, she is, as Barry said, the the gateway, the the opening crack into this milestone universe, into what we know of icon. And as we say, we will get we'll be getting to icon. At another day, trust and believe we shall return to this particular iconist icon very shortly. Uh, but real talk, listen, you know what? 
Rocket, you, how do you want to start this? You want to, how do you want to start? You want to just start, go so right we in? start this, right? We're okay, go with Rocket. So first of all, Rocket was, as I said, so it was Milestone Comics, which is a division of DC Comics. And, you know, to get more on them, you can find stuff on the creators behind them. We're going to go with the creators just really how we normally do. So the creators um, for Icon and Rocket was Dwayne McDuffie and uh, Denny's Cohen. Cohen. So they were the um, the the ones really behind Rockets and, and oh and Mark Bright, right? So this character was. Let me go back here to my notes, right? So first appearance of Icon was you know issue number one, obviously in May nineteen ninety three. So this okay. is not is it's not that far off. It's quite recent in at least in the amount of amount of characters that we we brought to light and we brought to <laughs> it's true brought to the forefront. Um, these characters is actually very recent within the last 20, 30 years, which yeah. is still relatively young for when we have, when we have, um, iconics, you know, spotlights on, on these characters. Oh, for sure. That's when I had good hair. Yeah. Did I even? No, See, I still, I think I had back then, hair. back then I was known as Barry with the good hair. Barry with the good hair. Forget oh. Becky, you know, I was Barry with the good hair. Barry, Barry, you know, what I mean, back in the days that what was happening with me in the 90s? Oh, man, I can tell you it was um, I was heavily influenced by a new edition. So I had, the, you know, the Jerry Curl with them kind of in the mullet like Ralph Transvet. If it is it love, why oh, do I feel this way? Uh, uh, OK, let's not lie. I, think, I, I, I was, was more the Bobby Gumby. Brown character without the uh, right. substance the abuse. Right. Wow. 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 <laughs> uh, at least I'll say hair wise. I was going with Gumby. I was doing the Gumby on the hour, you know. I didn't. I, I couldn't. I couldn't get my hair dyed up on one color. No, that that will, I will never be able to get that. But I can get no, the slant. No. I was able to sneak in and get the slant in my house. Trust to believe. Oh yeah, what? That's the influence, man. Kwame rock the polka dots. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, and Kwame. Let me hear. Let me see. Okay, for a lot of you might not know Kwame, and a lot of you might know Kwame. Let me just say real quick, Kwame talented singer rapper what yeah. producer he put his album together he was out on the charts a lot and kwame's still around i follow him right now on yeah. instagram so and he is a huge comic book huge. anime collector and still talks about it up to this day and age he's got a huge collection so kwame mr rock the polka dots ah, to shout you out, sir. shout out to kwame shout out to, shout kwame. to kwame rock the polka dots so now getting back to uh, Rocket, so I know a lot of this information might seem like blurred and might seem like double A. So I'm gonna try to really keep it for Rocket. So Rocket appeared in issue number one of Icon in May 1993 and created, as I said, by Dwayne, Denny, and Mark. And her introduction into the character hmm. was, I, I can see where influences come from, right? You know, and I pick up little things here and there, and I feel a lot of it reminds me of Batman Beyond. Nice. Nice. Didn't even see that until you said that. I see the connection. Very nice. Right? And very nice. Anyone listening, what we mean by Batman Beyond. So um so Raquel, mm -hmm. that's her name. So Raquel mm -hmm. Irvin. Uh so she was born in Paris Island, poorest you know, poorest, you know, most crime ridden neighborhood in Dakota. And that's where a lot of these heroes are based off. And she comes up and she's hanging out with a group of guys. So it's her, three other guys. They see this nice big house. They decide to break into the house. And when they break into the house, that house is this particular guy, Augustus, you know, he's a lawyer, well, well, well off, but that's icon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You break into Superman's house. So they break into his house. He sees them, goes to apprehend them. Most of them escape. The other three escape. She kind of gets left behind. He sees her and, and 
instead of dismissing her right away for breaking in, they seem to have like a, some kind of a conversation. Um, and he's like, I'm going to help you because Icon is very, he, he, you know, he's conservative. Where yeah. Raquel, because she hasn't rocked it yet, is very more open-minded. She's very uh, liberal, liberal in her thinking. Yes, yeah, she is. And what I mean by the influence is same thing. Terry McGinnis pretty much broke into Wayne Manor, found the Batcave, got the suit, and took off with the suit, right? right? You know, because, I mean, Bruce came out, helped him. Yeah, he didn't technically break him, but Bruce came out, helped him. He passed out. He brought him in the house. Then he found the Batcave, found the Batsuit, realized one plus one is two, and took off. Boom, Batman Beyond. Here she is. She breaks into the house, finds the hero, uh, you know, they have their back and forth, and then he kind of reveals himself to her, and it's like, oh, you can fly? You're super strong? Where have you been? <laughs> right. Where and have you been, been for our community? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. And where, what have you done for our community? Where have you been? You know, I, and I'll take you under my wing, and, and that's how that relationship starts. And when I mean relationship, I don't mean a romantic relationship. It, he he no. doesn't look at her that way at all, ever. It's more of a a mentor relationship. It's kind of, okay, you seem smart, but mm -hmm. you're doing dumb stuff. How can I help you? I want to make a difference in your life. Right. So this is where that starts from issue one. Um, and they have, you know, it's not the big superhero throwdown mashup. It's really, an, uh, you know, a battle of ideologies. Right. Because and, her view is is somewhat like how Bruce Wayne looks at Clark Kent, where he's like, you have all this power, and you don't do... If I had your powers, I would do X, Y, and Z. And this is what she is. Like, if I had your powers, I would help out the community a lot more. It's like, what have you done for the community? You're, you've made yourself successful. And Icon's a little bit jaded. He's like, well, I lived through slavery. <clears throat> okay, but you lived through it, but what did you do about it? Right. And 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 this and this is the thing because she came from the standpoint he be, he believed like you know again like Barry said he was a lawyer not was he is a lawyer and he did everything by the book you know what if you if you know if you made the crime you served the time type of mentality and right. you know if you got if you got to, if you want to if you want to work if you need to you know if you need to make money get a job don't steal if you know you know if you did wrong accept the consequences along that line but as Rocket said. Realizing that you have powers and everything, that you have these abilities, what have you done for, you know, what have you done for your community? What have you done for your people in that regard? And the thing is, Augustus, Icon, always took it from his conservative side. Like, I've done stuff, you know, in the front office. You know, I've done stuff to be an upheld uh, citizen, a representative of, you know, of if, you're, if, you, if you go the, the straight and narrow line, you will be successful like me type of scenario. But he didn't, you know, let's just like say, what about the struggle? How do you help yourself? So what Barry is saying is that her liberal thought process actually not jaded him, but made him rethink his approach on how he's been yes. doing things has been so wrong that he needs to reevaluate his approach on how he can be a better, a better person, a better citizen, a better influence to the people around him. And Absolutely. this is why he decided, I'm going to take you up on your words. We're going to do something. And the scenario that is so funny is that Icon at this time 
is just an individual who has superpowers. Yeah. He never called himself Icon. Nope. He never thought himself again as a, uh, a superhero. He was just saying, I'm a, I'm a, the Clark Kent, the Clark Kent aspect of it. I'm doing the straight and now I'm doing the good. Wear my suit and tie. I'm lawyer up and everything like along that line. But she was the one who says, you need to do something with the gifts you have. You need to be an icon. An icon? What is that? You need to be a superhero. Name icon. You mean you need iconics. That's what you need to be. <laughs> and I'll be Rocket. Who's Rocket? You're psychic. Well, we'll get into that. But the great thing is, is that really and truly, we're looking at, again from the point of view of Rocket. Raquel is the one who basically births Icon and Rocket. Absolutely. And that's the big thing. Absolutely. Because he was content, right? So he was content. always content of being his lawyer. Uh, you know, and his full name was Augustus Freeman the Fourth. Mm-hmm. And he was a corporate lawyer. And, you know, and you said you stuck on Earth, and it was Raquel who turned around and said, Hey, you got to be an icon for our people. You got to be a symbol for us to look up to and have hope so we can have representation. That there says a lot because if you're looking at the two main comic book companies and i'm not going to independent i'm just really talking marvel and dc and i'm not throwing anyone under the bus marvel did experiment a lot by having characters of a different ethnic background where dc got late to the table i think dc's first main character was black uh, black lightning was the Could first be, yeah. black character they had come to the to the forefront right and i'm not this is not a browbeating episode i'm just stating facts so mm-hmm. This now with Icon, it's like, well, as we always say, as people of color, you want to have representation in any walk of life. You want to see black firemen and black police officers and and black astronauts and pilots and and not just black. I mean, any person of color, you want to see something of yourself in those that you see and Mm -hmm. look up to be. And if not, then you have to be the first. You have to strive to be the first one. So if you don't see it, you got to be it. it. You know, as Ric Flair like to say, you know. The, the, you got to beat the man to be the man, right? Woo! Woo! And, and that kind of transcends everything. So if you don't see an astronaut that represents any ethnic background or how you identify as a person in, in, in any field, not even astronaut, in any field, don't complain that, that you don't see it. That mm-hmm. this means there's a door and a window of opportunity. opportunity open for you to be right. the first to stamp that as you were the first and, and it doesn't have to be something even over the top it could be very something very it could be small in other eyes but a big win you mm-hmm. know so when you think of certain things in history you're going to think of the first black person that did this first asian that did this first transgender that did this first uh bisexual that did this or gay person hey, i don't get it you know that's what i'm talking about if you don't see it be it and this is where this is really good and this ideology still stands true today and this is mm-hmm. back from 1993 where first of all i never heard of a whole bunch of black artists and writers getting together to make a universe and then they were a part of dc and they had a little office in the back of their dc's building and they said well this is what we're going to do and that was you know all inspired and those tales should resonate a lot more with people of color that maybe they then they and they probably ended up doing you know and I'm, I'm not saying here or there how it should be i know yes i'm walking the middle line because as i said this is a fun podcast and i'm not trying mm-hmm. to be political or inject my views this is supposed to be something that's enjoyable right so uh, i'm just happy that we're talking about it 
And she is talking about that from that point of view. Her point of view is, well, never seen another black superhero in Dakota. Could be you. You got the power. You're super strong. What have you done? Well, I'm a lawyer. That's cute. <laughs> You've done well for yourself. Good but he lives alone. He has no right. significant other. He doesn't have any children, nothing like that. So, right. and it's not to say that Raquel herself was a, a, a character who was, she was just in a bad neighborhood trying to get by as best you can do. She fell in with a bad crowd. You know, everyone has passed in life and she just made a particular wrong choice at that moment. Doesn't mean she's a bad person because she was an aspiring writer. There you go. There you go. She she was an aspiring writer. She wanted to be like she said, Toni Morrison. She wanted to she had creativity within her. So this is where that creates creativity overflow with coming up with the idea of Icon and Rocket. Like Barry said, she was with, you know, it's in the battle crowd. She was with some friends and they made that decision to go and basically, you know, break it, break an entry to get, because they're, you know, one of the, whoever the leader per se of that group was making the indication, the indication, like, you know what, we're going to go and break into the place. She never really wanted to, again, being as liberal as she was trying to be as safe as possible as saying, but, you know, again, when you're with a crowd, you know, sometimes you don't want to, you know, under prayer pressure, you're part of it. Yeah. But the good thing about it is that without that incident, she would have not met Augustus. And without that incident, she would not have been one to basically inject the idea for him to become who he is, as we know, as Icon. So I, you know, as the writer's aspect of it, great that they brought this whole character, brought these characters together, brought this to our light. And again, showing this from her, her standpoint, because we'll get into it a little bit there. Her life and her, you know, how she was later on in life. Mm. Um, I'll come back to that slightly if Barry got any stuff to say, but I'll, I'll I'll come back to where she, you know, her life spans afterwards. But yeah, no problem. I'm just going to interject here. So right now, you know, yes, she's just a normal person, beginning to end. She's never gained superpowers. So Icon, she comes up with the idea of Icon. Icon says, "Okay, I'm going to do this." You know, he's like, "I'm going to be your sidekick." He's like, "What?" And then you know, he's not irresponsible. You know, he's not going to put her in a bright colored costume while he's all in black costume and then bring her out at night as a young person uh, and say, you can't drive the car, <laughs> Batman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, father, I can drive the car better than you. Yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> so he still has technology from his spaceship and he gave her this kind of belt from his spaceship. And that belt mm-hmm. allowed her certain powers it absorbed kinetic energy so it was almost like a force field absorbed kinetic energy she was able to redirect that kinetic energy like sebastian shaw from the hellfire club so you know she can throw back anything she gets you know the bigger the punch the bigger she can punch someone back it allowed her to fly and and move around so this is what her her whole thing was so this is how he in turn kept her safe correct right and she still lived where she lived. You know, she didn't move into the big mansion and it's like moving on up. This wasn't different strokes. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't become his ward. She didn't become his ward like uh, others who have come, you know, invited right. into the business. Exactly. <laughs> become, he went home to his mansion and she went back home to like, it was, she was living with good times. <laughs> right on. <laughs> right. Okay. Moving on up. Yeah. So this is where it still gets interesting. And you can see he gets. You know, obviously he 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 sees her as I wouldn't even say it's a parent, maybe as a sibling, but definitely he wants to inspire her, and and he likes right. that she's smart. She challenges ideals, 
So right. that's that's all I was gonna say. So that's where her powers come in. She gets this belt, boom, she can do these, she makes herself a costume, she's good to go, and and she kind of opens his eyes to the world because he's very black and white and conservative. And she's like, Well, no, you gotta look at it from this point of view, and it's almost you should know better, icon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you went through some strife yourself. I mean, different planet, stranded, slavery, wars. Come on, you you, you know, so it, 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 they clash ideas, but he makes she makes him better, right? Right. So now there, there's points about her life that are, are very interesting. You know, mm-hmm. the um, at one point, as I said, she dealt with things that were happening. They happened even up to today. So right. she was a young girl, and her boyfriend or ex boyfriend was part of that group of you know the three other guys that. One of the three other guys that helped, you know, broke into Icon's apartment, or sorry, his house, I should say. Mm-hmm. So she finds out later on in the storyline that she's pregnant. Right. And she's got a decision to make. You know, and this, of course, goes things with Icon, like, okay, well, why do you do this way? And she's like, well, she's like, I'm pregnant. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to have the baby. I'm going to raise the baby. Right. Don't have to bother with the father. I'm going to do this independent woman. Like Neil, right? Yes, I'm dropping music references like a madman. And she decides to keep the baby. So, you know, her ex-boyfriend, Noble, who was part of that gang. And it's funny, his name's Noble, but he's nowhere around. He, you know, right? He wasn't Noble what he did. Um, he was just, okay, in, out, gone. But these are reflection of what life is. Mm-hmm. To And this is, doesn't matter where it happens to everyone, regardless of color. Where it's like, oh, you're pregnant? Uh, Ninja Vanish. And decides to turn around, keep the baby, um, and she gave birth to a son named Amistead Augustus Irving, right? And Amistead was named after the famous ship that brought the slaves over from Africa to America. So that's why she gave him that name. Augustus, of course, is the same name as Icon's name, Augustus Freeman, and then, of course, her last name. So during that time, she gave up She gave up adventuring because, come on, you can't be out there fighting off bad guys when you're pregnant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's too dangerous. So she did the sensible thing. But she, you know, after having a baby, she does go back because the calling is there and she still wants to help out as much as possible. And she still has to kind of walk Icon through her decision. Why she's still gonna have the baby, raise the right. baby, you know, even when the guy's not gonna be around. And Icon has his look on it, but at the same time, he he grows to understand and yeah. respects her decisions. He's almost like the silent hand, like, okay, <laughs> that's what you want to do. That's what okay. you want to do. Right. And he helps out here, tidbits, knowledge, wherever he can at times. She doesn't look at him just because he's got money. Doesn't She doesn't lean on him at all that way. Right. So that was um, another interesting part. And then I think it was like pretty much the last issue of icon it went up to issue 42 she had to deal with the death of her grandmother right and that whole issue issue 42 there is not one super villain in that issue there's not one punch in that issue N- nothing earth shattering to you know to the rest of the population but she's in an apartment and in the apartment it's her her mom her grandmother and her young son mm-hmm. and you know the grandmother was kind of propped up sitting up and she goes to see her grandmother and her grandmother. I mean, you know, times are tough. So the grandmother and the mom shared a bedroom 
and then she was in another room with her son so she goes to see her grandmother and it's like hey grandma and grandma's kind of sitting up and then she realizes that her grandmother passed away mm. and that whole issue was so well written and, and touching that it showed how she had to deal with her grandmother passing away how her mom was having problems with it because her mom could even go back into the bedroom i mean they they, they had to grieve you know call the paramedics had to take the body out they the, the her mom couldn't even go back into the bedroom to sleep in the bedroom because it was too much of the presence of her grandmother you know of her mom that passed away right uh, you know and we're not raquel's mom but raquel's mom's mom like you know uh the grand so just say the grandmother going forward so the grandmother passed away and the mom couldn't go back into that room it was just too much for her and there was a whole interaction of them trying to do the funeral arrangements and you know raquel's mom couldn't do it raquel had to step up and she had to make all the calls to all her grandmother's friends saying okay yeah she passed away she passed away and during that time she had a reflection which is still i think proof up to now that she goes in during that whole you know she starts at night going right through the morning she sat there she goes you know what's really sad is i never knew my grandmother as well as i thought i did right when i'm talking to all these people they're all telling me stories about my grandmother i'm like man you know i never knew her as well as i did and i should have and now the bad thing is i never will get the chance to it was almost like a wake-up call to say hey talk to your loved ones learn more about them than what you see on the surface about your parents your grandparents yeah. you know your existing your extended family mm-hmm. you know everyone has yeah. a story uh and i'm even i'm accused of that too i mean that, that, i'm no i'm not exempt from that so you know uh you know and that was really heartfelt and then you know um at one point she you know her mom comes and says okay look we got to go out they don't do some uh running around and then a friend of the mom comes over it's like look get dressed i'm taking you out she's like well i got the baby it's like oh don't worry my son will watch him <laughs> now us as fans if you're reading the issue you're like see this guy come in and he's like what i will you know and she leans over and she's like yeah you'll watch him he needs to be changed diapers are over there and there'll be no static with watching my child right because i'm not i will hunt you down and that boy was virgil static shock she knows that Virgil is static shock. That that was him in a civilian idea. And he's like, yeah, no problem. There's no issues. <laughs> so it's to show you how night tight knit it is. And then the other thing is, and, and, and keep in mind, even though this is in Icon's book, you're not seeing Icon. And then Icon, you know, uh, he, he, he shows up because at one point they're at the funeral parlor. They're looking at coffins. And then she sees the price of a coffin. And the guy even at the, the selling the coffin, he's kind of a little bit talking down to both of them. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Augustus walks in and he's like, yeah, uh, I'm the grandmother's uh, lawyer. Don't worry about it. I know you guys don't have the money. The state has, there's a anonymous donation that will hmm. cover all funeral expenses. I'm her lawyer and I'm representing to make sure everything is done. Yeah, but shh, we're getting that one <laughs> and got like the high end stuff. And pretty much, you know, the, the anonymous donation came from, uh, yeah. you know, Augustus himself, Icon himself. Right. And even he looked at the guy, and the guy was being kind of sheepish. He's like, yeah, we'll cover everything. He's like, I didn't even tell you the bill. I go, do I ask how much it was? I told you all costs are covered, period. <gasps> okay. <laughs> and, you know, there's a little interaction between uh, Rocket and Icon at one point. You know, they made sure the mother was out. She came back in, and she's like, look, thank you kind of thing. And he's like, no, 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 it's, it's an ominous donation. And he's just kind of smiling. And he goes, don't worry about it. I'm, I'm here for you. Right right that there shows you how they are in that aspect it shows you how 
the characters come in and how I think Rocket is really important to this world because she's us as the readers, our eyes and ears into everything. And I know at times they were talking about trying to maybe make a relationship between her and Static, but it never, the writers never kind of went that way. And then Mm -hmm. at the end of that issue, you realize that Dwayne, you know, made a, a tribute to a loved one that he lost. So I'm not sure if it was dedicated to his grandmother or his mother. I'd have to look at that. And we'll, when we do Icon, I'll have more answers on that one. But that shows you the, you know, the connection between them and the honesty of how well it was written, how well she was written as a character. Right. So I want to, I just want to interject a couple of stuff. Cause this is, this is the great thing. Like we're looking at Rocket from as a point of view for for the iconic for icon i'll say icon as you heard that i nearly slipped it in there <laughs> how he is on, on how how she is through that through that show i mean through that episode of our sort of that 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 comic icon yeah. but the great thing about it is, is that raquel has been part of um the story even long afterwards Barry's talking about the great parts about how she started and having, having her, her son and basically going through whole, a whole bunch of trials and tribulation. But what I wanted to, one thing I wanted to, I just thought it, I thought it was earlier. I was going to skip coming back to it right now before mm-hmm. I forget. The great thing I liked about all this is if you understand what you're hearing is so close to detail, realism, real issues that are written out through here that you can literally see and feel what the writers are trying to tell us you can see it laying out step by step it is making sense there's no the flow of it it just makes so so much sensible um having um okay starting off with you know you know you have normally have the typical writing you know arc of you know kids being malicious and crazy and you know we're gonna we're gonna try to break into a place no problem great but then having the ability to kind of you know influence uh, icon to make him, you know, look at it the way he is, make it like, you know, look, look and make him look at himself to realize like, you know, I could do better as a, as an individual. I may be an alien on this planet, but I can be better for myself and those around me. That's good writing showing how, as Barry was saying, going through, you know, life situations with grandmother dying, how she picked up the phone and did all that type of calling and stuff like that. That just shows you the realism of situation that, you know, that actually is happening. Having a child, you know, having, you know, being a single parent, having a child and how that, how, how the, the, not even the struggles, but the viewpoint of trying to find that work balance, work and, and, and life balance of saying, I want to be a hero. I want to do good, but I have my son that I have to take care of. Yeah. The whole thing is great. And, I would even jump ahead then because Rocket is still a a recognizable and a a character even up to this day and age. We can jump across to later on that we find her in in Icon. Um, She shows up in, in, you know, different aspects of, you know, television and, you know, and, you know, and and so forth in in that kind of scenario. But the the most recent and the most recognizable one is of late is the, um, is in Young Justice. Yep, Young Justice, and the great thing about it is that they brought back that character uh, multiple times. So luckily, it was like a one-time off, but they kept bringing her back. 
and I will even say because the last ones I'm seeing her right now at this time is um, Young Justice Phantom. Mm-hmm. The latest one that I just saw was also in the sense where she had to go on a mission to go to New Genesis. To New Genesis, mm-hmm. she had to go there, but she had to literally get herself ready. And at this time, now these are years. This was easily four or five, five or six years from the time she had her son. So now Amma's dad is an older. He's like five or six years old. And the series starts off. The, the episode starts off with her having to get herself, get herself ready and him ready to leave from her house to go drop off her son at the father's house because she has to go away on a mission. And, the, and you find out at this point that Amistad is... Uh, um, autistic? Autistic. Right. Right? And the whole things that she has to do that she goes through in the sense of these are normal day-to-day activities of a parent or an individual who has an autistic child, what they will have to go through and realize like that made me realize like this character is just more than just a superhero putting on yes. tights, putting on an, an inertial um, belt and flying around and fighting crime. We're now looking again, the point of view of what she's going through as a single parent, trying to have find that work balanced life and have her son that she's taking care of love and, and basically having to, that episode was all about the father saying, Hey, it's great. Listen, he's here. Um, we got to talk about the schooling and stuff like that. So we're even, that show didn't even start like within five minutes. We're now getting so many family details that she has to go through to now leave earth, to be a delegate, to try to find a peace treaty between the new gods and, and earth and new Ju- and the justice league, something mm-hmm. that into that realm. But it's just showing that the amount of responsibility she has, that she is a character that yeah. wasn't used as a small, a small individual. It wasn't a small time character. She's, they've written her properly and nicely that from the beginning of her inception to the world of comics, into the world of Milestone, into the world of DC, that she was a character that had a lot to bring to the table and that she was basically letting you know that I'm not, I may be calling myself a psychic, but I'm a psychic who has purpose and I'm letting you know why yeah. I'm here. And that's what I was saying. Like, I mean, a lot of times the psychic is there learning from the hero, right? In this case, yeah. she's teaching the hero. So, teaching. you know, I wouldn't even put her, I mean, putting a psychic is just really like a, it's just, just a, a term we have to put her into. Right. But she, I don't see her as a psychic. And to show you, like, I mean, look, Rocket turns around and at one point she, there's the Blood Syndicate, which is another team within the Milestone universe. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you have a character called Flashback and he's yep. fighting an addiction to crack cocaine and she's there with him to help him through this addiction the whole time. So th- Come on, this man. is how much this character is done she's helped out icon she's helped out flashback and then this is all within the 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 dakota universe and then when they kind of merge up is in the dc universe when they finally get over is during the final crisis and when the death of dark side one of my favorite new gods you can go back and see me doing an unboxing video with dark side when i got him you know back for my birthday uh this storyline turns around and you know, that's when the Dakota universe and the DC universe finally merge into one, right? They did a crisis mm-hmm. of infinite earth, say merge into one. Everyone from both universes now forget that there was another universe on either side. It's just one. They're in the DC one. universe, merge. Everything is sweet, sweet, done, tidied up. The only people that know there's another universe is Superman and Icon. 
Icon knew there was another universe, you know, his own Dakota, Dakota universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're the only ones that know of it. Everyone else, the Blood Syndicate, uh, Hardware, uh, Rocket, they all think, oh, yeah, I was always on this universe. Because that knowledge got wiped out. The only people that know, as I said, is Superman mm-hmm. and Icon, which shows you the level of Icon as how he's supposed to be seen, right? As I'm, I'm not joking when I say he's Black Superman. So with Raquel going through being a superhero, a single mother, dealing with day-to-day issues, um, and the true day-to-day issues that everyone will experience, losing a loved one, maybe seeing someone an, uh, on addiction, helping them out as best as possible, putting the positive foot forward, making mistakes and trying to atone for your past. This character is the character they should have turned around and CW should have done a show on instead mm. of Naomi. And I'm not knocking Naomi. No, Naomi no. was too new. Yeah. She didn't have enough roots. This is enough character that would have fit what I call the CW drama for them to really pull off and then still have a gateway to bring an icon. They could have done a whole universe, but, and, and that's my whole point. This universe can exist and it's weird. If you want to re-represent the vision that I think I'm interpreting here that Dwayne had was he had icon and rocket, but start off with rocket and then let icon come in. You know, yeah. icon. You know that I, I it still works. So that's my views of it. Mm-hmm. Once again, um, I know there's things you can find online to talk more about it. We, as usual, are going to fan cast this thing. Mm-hmm. We go fan cast. When I say this thing, I mean the comic book. So we're only going to do one. We're only. It's all about Rocket. Say it's Rocket. Icon will be a different day. So we are going to fan cast Rocket right now. So if you had to do Rocket, Rod. Mm-hmm. Who would you fan cast it? In what genre would you see it? Would you see it as a C, a TV series, streaming series, movie? How, how? And who do you got? Who do you got? Hit me. Okay. So here, here I'm gonna I'm gonna feel I'm gonna bring somebody that um, is already known. This person has already done some type of superhero. Not some type has done a superhero type of. Oh, super type. I keep saying type. A superhero um, character. Right. And it's actually not far in that same universe, but it's not a Dakotaverse. It's really be more on after, after the merge. So if anything, we're going to go with, like you said, the storyline will be from the Dakotaverse. I was going to go with China and McLean. China and McLean was playing one of the daughters from Black Lightning. It was the younger daughter, Lightning. Right. So the bigger one, the, 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 the older one was Thunder. Yes. Remember, yes, he had yes. his two girls, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the younger one, um, China, I would have had her. Now, now someone could say, well, she's already in that universe. Yes, but no. If normally I would just say, the only reason why I would say that is because if we're going to try to pull it through with Black Lightning, Black Lightning is, um, we normally hear about Black Lightning, we don't hear about his children. No, his characters are actual in in the world in that universe, but you yeah. don't really hear about his children. So no, no. we, you know, if they ever, you know, when it, what well, like if they were to reboot, but I gotta say we're bringing it back. He's already here, but if we were to reboot it in that sense, then we can look at that bridge at that point. But I would say I will go with China now because I'll go with China is because she's already played that type of character, so she's already she's already accustomed to playing um, the the superhero genre someone might say it's a low-hanging fruit for me mm. i don't think so because no. I, I like the sassiness i like the sassiness because we're already saying 
Okay. Rocket Raquel is a very liberal person and will speak her mind. China, although she was a character in there, she has that ability. It's like, I mean, she she was um like you can watch the show and 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 realize that yeah, she was the one who had no holes bar. Both of the girls were, both of the ladies, young ladies were. But China definitely left with that impression. So if I'm gonna think of having a rocket, I would go with China. At okay. China, China and McLean. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. All right. And would you? And now, are you thinking? And, and I was. Well, here's here's the scenario. Is uh-huh. I would do it as as we we always think, listen. I swear, CW just just need to have uh, listen. Keep our numbers on, on your phone <laughs> because I keep we keep coming back to you with possible ideas. Now, great again. China already China already had a CW check. Guess what? We're gonna help China get another CW check. That's that's China that's how I'm looking. CW. China gets another CW check. This is what I'm talking about. It only makes sense. As Barry okay. said, Rocket has the ability to. There's enough story. She character the character is deep, deep mm. and wide, and has enough. You can throw. You could. You can literally throw any real life scenarios. Right. Right stories. Right. Interject, interject rocket in, and it will make sense. Especially when we go from doing this from the point of view from her towards Icon versus saying Icon and his psychic and Icon and Rocket. This is really Icon and Rocket. Yeah, we emphasize on the sale, Rocket. Story. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, okay, I got you. I got you, and I'm gonna come back at you here. here so. I hear you. So once again, I'm so I'm with you on this one. CW, yeah, you better keep your number on dial, right? We gotta be on speed dial, Thanks, CW. Come on now. Come on now. Come on, son. Come on, son. You know, come on, son. <laughs> Ed Lover. Hit it. That's right. I'll do my Ed Lover dance. Uh, Ed Lover and then Dr. Dre, not the Dr. Dre. But right. anyways, so I'm going oh, with hmm. I'm going with uh, as an actress, uh Lovey Simone. Right, so uh, Lovey L O V I E Simone or Lovey Simone Opong, right? So she's a married actress and she played a role Zora Greenleaf Greenleaf in the Oprah Winfrey Network uh, Greenleaf. Okay, right now if you look at her, uh, it, especially on, depending what hairstyle she's rocking, not the braids, but when she lets her hair out and she's got it more on one side, she really looks <laughs> like right. like rocket like she looks like raquel okay she's on an own network greenleaf you know and that had i, I remember right greenleaf was a kind of a church drama saga going on um it, it, okay okay <laughs> that, that's all i gotta say you know not because i can't say nothing else it's because that there the show would speak for itself for what she can do as a character, right? So it was a drama. It ran for five. Greenleaf was a drama. Ran for five season, seasons, and it was you know dealing with a um, the Greenleaf family, which runs a sprawling Memphis mega church. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh-huh. you, you got the church aspect in there, which would go through the liberal views, and you know uh, promoting not to punch someone first, but to understand and live and go through those choices. That there alone, if she brings aspects from that role mm-hmm. into this role with the source material, source material, source material, she's 
got the acting chops. She's okay. got the background with the source material, so she can understand it. She can apply one to the other, being a drama, and and and, and doing that. Yes, yes, that's that's who I'm going with. Young okay. actress, you know, give you know, give give that child a paycheck. Give her, you know, I say child. I mean, I'm way older than her, but give that give that you know, young adult there a paycheck. She's got she she looked like the character. Okay. She can play the role, and giving her a lead i think that is it and it said cw you i understand what you're trying to do and i respect that but naomi didn't have enough meat on the bone to for your writers to sink in with raquel rocket there and 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 the only thing i would say is maybe if you're gonna have to do it as icon and do icon and rocket are fine if you want to do just one as rocket by yourself all right we i think we'd have to update the name because i think the name's a little bit too um generic in a sense and that's my only thing that's i mean you say rocket people are gonna think rocket raccoon no no right, it's rocket right. right there's rocket racer which is another person from the marvel universe so there's many so maybe maybe a tweak on the name something like that but with all that aspect of daily life and then mm-hmm. you add the superhero aspect to it and her teaching the strongest person on the planet how to be yo okay that's it he ain't teaching her she's teaching him yeah the strongest person on the planet and the one person that he's going to listen to is her. Right. Wow. Okay. That okay. is it there from me. <laughs> okay. then. No, no, no. I, 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 I like, I like, I like definitely I'm seeing that she's also, so I also see that she also did, uh, lovey is also at least recently finished up with, um, power book three. Right. So she's part of that series as well. So, I mean, if you're on that series, you, you can't, you can't be, you can't be, uh, skittish. You can't be like, no, nope. on, on, on that one. Oh, you know what? So that's, that's even better yet. Sorry. Side note 50. <laughs> Pause. We'll come back on that one. What? 50. What? what it... Curtis Jackson, 50 Cent has been producing some wicked episodes with power the writing and all that if you want to get a little bit of the greediness with the 50 come on now he's done the gangster stuff and i know he's doing this whole uh black mafia family gangster stories that he's bringing to light and he's telling them on different networks mm-hmm. star you need something mm-hmm. okay cw you got your chance but you got to act quick mm-hmm. if not 50 Look into it. Mm. If anyone's going to get street life with these characters, I'm not talking about making it thuggish, just understanding what these characters are living day to day, and then you're throwing a superhero aspect into it. Very nice. Curtis Jackson with what he's doing right now, and the actors that he's putting on the map, giving them a spotlight. Right. Come on, if you look at Power, Ghost. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It could could definitely be, that's definitely something for him to put on to put on right? the table that With could the work out milestone universe come on now man wow. listen someone get this to 50 honestly 50 this this is this is this is a this is a basic move that you can you can grow up because this is just groundwork that you can just whew, yeah 50 is a go hard man. right go with Let's a hard right on this yeah 50 is a businessman let them... yes. so Hold you on. heard everything we had to say on the iconist podcast here it is we're gonna do this for the whole month 50, Curtis, Mr. Jackson, let me tell you something yeah. right now, right? 
This yeah, is a black-owned, black-operated podcast. It's a grassroots. It's oh, who you see is who you see right off the bat. Okay, that's one. Two, mm-hmm. the milestone universe is black-owned creators doing for the culture. You are doing for the culture right now. So you as a businessman, money man, let's talk numbers. If you look at what superhero movies are doing for the respective studios, be it if it's Marvel, part of Disney, or it's you know DC, part of Warner Brothers, look at the numbers. You got the writers. You got the vision. You can make this happen. Right. Anyhow, you do that. Bring us along and we'll support. Yes. We brought this to you. <laughs> right? I was with you back in the club. And I'm not even talking the Super Bowl performance. I'm talking back in the day when you came out. Go, 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 go 50. You know what I mean? Go shorty. It's, I was in the club, but when Rod was spinning that record, I was hurting my hip. <sighs> hilarious. But it's so true. Honestly, Trifty, if you get, you know, making it sound like we're talking to the man directly, but yes, this, we are. This, this, no, 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 but I'm, I'm just being, I'm being real. I'm being real that this is, this is actually an idea that you could definitely generate something from. You can build something up. You can, you can, you can organically come up with something with this because if you, you know what? Here's the best way of saying this. Uh-huh. Um, depending when you get this and you see this, you may catch us at the beginning of the month. And if you're getting at the beginning of the month, Rest assured, stay tuned for the next few weeks because we're going to be going off. I'm just going to say, now potential spoilers, but my suggestion would be so stay tuned. You may hear some other characters that we may talk about. We did say we're talking about Icon, but uh, there could be others. But I'm just going to say. World building. We're world building. We're world building. So we could be, you know, in a, in a, in a wonderful sense, giving us some nice, some nice foundational ideas to think and to grow off of. And if that's the case, listen, feel free. Feel free to just, you know, give us a holler. Link us up, man. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I really got to take this guy, you know. This guy's serious. So let's do this. But you know what? It's honestly not It's not a bad idea. And if you ever get a chance to, 50, anybody, when you go back and just check a, a couple of our podcasts, you'll see that sometimes when we have these type of conversations, we may just sit into like, that's an idea right there. There's something to build off of. And this is really, that's why when he's Barry just saying that, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just, it just, it's so organic. It, 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 makes, it, it, it makes, it makes sense. It, it makes, makes sense. sense. It makes sense. Something to definitely investigate, something to look into. And if you do, listen, feel free to hit us up. You know, tag we'll 50. Just... I'm tagging 50 on all this, man. I'm tagging 50. I'm tagging 50 on all this. Wait, all right. Then. Tag. Cool. What I'm gonna say, he's been tagged. All right, cool. All right, then. So yeah. on this note, <laughs> we're bringing an end to this podcast. Remember, Rocket is a real cool character, and and a lot yeah. of meat on that bone, so to speak. A lot of gateway into that universe. Check it out. Go back, read Icon, see where she goes, see her journey in all the arts from Milestone to DC onto media into um, uh, Young Justice Phantom, yeah. and, and watch yeah. how that story arc is going. And, and she keeps growing and growing and growing. Right on. Yep. 50, Hollow Brother. Right? And I always like to say, this whole world has been brought to you by a pencil, a piece of paper, and lots of imagination. Keep on dreaming. Let's let's go. Let's go. Reboot! <laughs> <laughs> Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm.
No, we're not part of G Unit. No, don't, don't, don't. No, no, we're not. We're not part of G Unit. I don't this guy to come for me, man. Yeah, yeah. See those guys? You see his arms? Because I don't want to go after someone. You see his arms? You see his? You see his arms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mess with him. No reason. No disrespect. No disrespect. Business, man. Call us. We're out.